Today's episode of Theoretically Speaking features Dr. Pamela Landsman-Bloomberg from Magnolia Market Access and Dr. Rick Chapman from Innovation and Value Initiative. They recently joined us for a webinar which highlights the importance of social determinants of health and discusses examples of how claims data and electronic medical records linked with SDOH can inform use cases. Let's jump in. So how should social determinants of health or or health equities be incorporated into health technology assessment? Yeah, I think there's quite a few ways it can be incorporated. You know, one is through formal analyses like the distributional cost effectiveness analysis I talked about before, which is, you know, really looking at how, how is this going to impact people at the low end of the scale versus high end of the scale? And are we going to cause more access issues because we can't get it to the right people at the right time. I've heard some people say, well, you know, this social determinants of health stuff, that's not really my, I can't fix that. You know, I'm, I'm just a healthcare provider. That's not, you know, society's job. And I think to some extent that's true, but I do think we have an obligation to make sure that what we're doing at least isn't making things worse, that we're not broadening those, those issues. And so, so I think it can inform those types of things. I, I think one of the biggest things we've learned from our initiative is that it's not just about the data and the methods, but it's also about the processes of who you have around the table and who gets to help you decide what are the research questions, what are the things we're going to assess in the health technology assessment, what are the outcomes that matter to patients and have those been collected in, in the data. And I think that that's the other thing. This can help us identify, you know, a truly diverse set of patients and patients who are often hard to get to those types of conversations to make sure that their voice is being heard. Okay. I think we have time just for, for one more question before Sydney closes us out. Is there something in the chat for me, Rick? Yeah, I think there's there, there was a question about do state Medicare, or, or I guess they mean Medicaid, require Z codes for determinative eligibility. I also wanted to ask, you know, you brought up data security and privacy considerations. You know, what what are some of the things we need to think about in terms of those? So most linked projects are going to go through some level requirements for attestation of, uh, so that's basically saying that things are blinded enough that you're not going to be able to identify individual within the population. So often some sort of written documentation is required. And you'll see even in data sets that are not linked, Medicare, you know, you cannot report any N that's less than say 10 patients or 20 patients usually have to put in a star or you may, a percentage, you might have to say just like it's less than 10%. You know, so so that's some of the ways that that you can deal with the the privacy issues around, especially around linking data. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Theoretically Speaking, and that you'll tune in to future episodes where we chat with pharma value, evidence, and access experts. Don't forget to subscribe.